Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, issue number 67. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And I'm Justin. And I want to apologize to our listeners that we didn't have a show last week. We always try to at least let you know well in advance when we won't have a show. But unfortunately, I was under the weather and the team rallied around me and said, hell no, we won't show. Well, you had pneumonia. (laughs) I think it's okay that we didn't put out a show last week because you had pneumonia. But I'm feeling much better now and getting all geared up for Toy Fair. And we have a big show today. We have new toy finds and all kinds of news coming out of Toy Fair UK, which basically is like a spoiler alert for Toy Fair New York. (laughs) That's a great way of looking at it. If you don't want to have New York spoiled for you, turn the other way from the UK for a while. But we will start off with... The Spectacular Store Report. And I am so happy to report I am living up to my New Year's collecting resolution and buying less junk. Yay! <laughs> but you're still buying junk, apparently. Is that is that what you're trying to parse with that statement? There's not as much junk. <laughs> well, <laughs> we went to Target and Target at their one spot. They've actually diversified the one spot. It's now one and two dollar items and they've moved them all over the store in addition to the front. They had these like weird spinning heads with lights in them, like a translucent Hulk head with a disco light in his skull. All I can tell is you push the button, his head lights up. I don't understand what the fun of this is. And they had some dry erase boards and some really weird figures that you wind up. And I looked at it all and went, nah. Really? How did that feel? (laughs) It felt very good. I mean, we've got so much coming down the pike with Iron Man 3 this year and... Thor 2, it is really helping me to not jump on board. For example, the 15-inch Iron Man Mark 42 has also hit the stores. Easy pass. Easy pass for now. For now. And that's good. (laughs) (laughs) And I do want to note, everything I'd heard since last San Diego Comic-Con was saying it was the Iron Man Mark 47. We've referred to it on the show many times as the Mark 47. Now the Hasbro toys out there, somebody inserted a V where there shouldn't have been. It's a Roman numeral problem. It's Mark 42. That really had a sweating, actually, the number of costume changes he would have. That's five less hot toys <laughs> I'll need. <laughs> I can forgive an errant Roman numeral, though. I mean, with the Super Bowl coming up, I always have to do the math, you know, look it up online to figure out which one we're actually talking about. Those Romans, they didn't know what they were doing when it came to numbers. <laughs> but unfortunately, the best intentions of mice and men sometimes go awry when I buy things that I don't realize are crap and, oops, still crap. See, there's this new line of toys that Hasbro released this past couple of weeks. Did you know that they were doing an ultimate Spider-Man figure line? I had no idea. I don't think I've heard anything about it or there was never anything in cases that previous cons that were showing these things. I had heard rumor, and I think we might have mentioned when looking forward to this year, that they were going to do a line of toys based on the animated series. It's a hit series. Season two just started last week. 
it makes sense that they would continue to have a Spider-Man line. They had the Spider-Man line before where they had that really cool rhino figure and all of those. And then they had the amazing Spider-Man line. It makes sense that they would still have a Spider-Man line and that they tie it into the cartoon. Also makes sense. So when I was homesick and Marjorie called... Well, I like to buy you little presents when you're sick, and I'm a really bad wife that way, because sometimes I bring you home Lego sets, because I feel bad because you're at home, and it's like what my mom used to do for me when I was little, and I'd stay home sick. I'd get coloring books, she'd go to the store and always get a special toy, so I'd like to bring you stuff. And I was at the grocery store filling you up on things because you were off of work for like a week because you were so sick. And I habitually went down the toy aisle thinking, oh, I'm not going to find anything. And then there's these two little new Spider-Man figures. So I called you, and in your fever-induced haze, you're like, buy them, buy them all! (laughs) Now, this was at a Meyer store, which is the only store that I've heard of so far actually putting these out. I have been to both Walmart and Target this week alone and have not seen them. Now, there's some good news and some bad news, Justin. Which would you like first? (laughs) Well, I suppose it's always good to get the bad news out of the way first, right? Okay, the bad news is... You remember those family dollar figures, the Captain America, Iron Man, and Spider-Man that were basically the vehicle pack-ins with the five points of articulation that we bought at the family dollar? Oh, yeah. I still have waking nightmares about those. Well, now they have escaped the family dollar. It's like the sequel. You know, in the first one, they're trapped in the building. Well, in the sequel, what happens when they escape and they're in the wild? Because that's what this new line of Spider-Man figures is, are those tiny tiny cards, even smaller than the Marvel Universe cards, which are smaller than the cards three and three quarter inch figures have come on for 20 years. Oh, man. And five points of articulation is the key. And it is not even a ball joint on any of the five. Well, maybe the head, but it's very tight on the head. It is old school Kenner, your legs move up and down, your arms move up and down articulation. <sighs> All right. So sprinkle on a little good news then, I suppose. The entire wave only consists of two figures. <laughs> and they were five ninety nine. Well Yeah, they were cheap and there were a few of them. And I think you might even buy one. Don't tell me there's a translucent one. There is indeed a very cool <laughs> translucent Spider Man. Night Mission Spider Man is kind of like a ninja. He's in this all blue bodysuit. He looks like he's in Tron. Yeah, Tron's a very good look for it, too. He could be Rinsler from Tron Legacy. See, that's not too bad. I don't know why he doesn't need knees or elbows or wrists, but he's kind of cool. I mean, I'd put him on a light-up base and display him that way. Maybe he could hold a place in one of the Iron Man Hall of Armor light-up bases while Iron Man is out saving the world. (laughs) It's not a bad translucent figure. It's actually really well done with the see-through effects and all. But yeah, I think part of the reason it's well done is because there's no joints that you can see. Because there's no joints. Yeah, he's like a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Very reminiscent of Kellogg's mail-away spirit of Obi-Wan Kenobi from years ago. <laughs> Only a cooler shade of blue. And it looks like they come with those little rubbery spider pack-ins again. They were putting those in a while before the movie line came out. Were they? I did not recall these little spiders. I actually find the one that comes with the regular Spider-Man, who is, I should mention, crime-fighting Spider-Man. Not crime-fighting Spider-Man, but crime-fighting Spider-Man. Oh. Fighting that crime. But 
I kind of like it because it's got the little red diamond on the back, and Aww, it's it's human sized. Yeah. So it's not so much an accessory for your toy as it is you can recreate that moment in the movie where the spider bit Peter Parker. <laughs> Always a fun role playing moment, getting bit by a spider. I get to get the crap out of you and put him put him in bed. <laughs> <laughs> they also come with reused Marvel Universe accessories. Crime fighting Spider-Man comes with that backpack that looks like it has some soda cans sticking out of it, and he's been like working highway patrol garbage cleanup. Yeah, that looks like a garbage bag. It's the one with the shoe and the camera, all that good stuff. Yeah, only it has absolutely no paint on it, so it just looks blah. <laughs> Night Mission Spider-Man comes with that translucent web tangle. That's not what that looks like. Does it look sploogy? I mean, you can be honest. It does look sploogy. It does. Well, I think you said it all. With If these are going to be mass retail offerings, and just to keep the name out there, Amomet Kids, all right, fine. Six bucks. You're not asking too much for them. Even the art. And the packaging seems a little cheaper. Like they're charging by the ink color. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want some yellow? That's an extra 50 cents. No, no yellow. No yellow. Red, white, blue, and black. We'll do four colors. So I guess the way I would look at this is, is I wouldn't feel compelled to collect them any more than I felt compelled to collect any of the previous Spider-Man lines. But, you know, pick them up on a whim every once in a while. Maybe. That's kind of where I stand. I don't think I would ever buy another crime-fighting Spider-Man. The paint job is terrible. He's this really bright red. He's the red of, like, if you buy the kid's bath soap, you know, the liquid soap, that color of red. (laughs) But I could see you getting that Night Mission one because it's a cool color of translucence and it's only $6. Yeah. Six bucks is about as much as I'd pay for it. And, you know, that's about as much as you pay for a Happy Meal anyway. And I would just throw the food away. So I'm just going to look at it as a Happy Meal toy. So if we agree that I'm not so much in the wrong buying those, my next purchase may be a little bit harder to justify. (laughs) They also had a 12-inch Spider-Man in this line. This intrigued me. Not that I've ever had good luck with larger-sized Hasbro figures in the past, I'm sure the listeners can head into our back issues and hear my reviews of all those wonderful 10-inch Avengers toys I bought. But something (laughs) about this 12-inch Spider-Man intrigued me. And I think it was the box. It is a very slim box. It is a no-frills package. And the price, I would expect a 12-inch figure from Hasbro to be around $20. So when Marjorie told me it was 12 bucks and I wasn't there to see it in person, I'm like, what the hell? It's just 12 bucks. Bring it on home. Let's see what it is. Famous last words. I knew what this was going to be like because I could see the package. But again, you were in your fever-induced craze. New toys! New toys! I must have them! It is abysmal. He has articulated calves. That's what I don't get. The calves are articulated. He does have more than five (laughs) points of articulation. He does have seven. He has the mid-calf swivel, and the only reason he has a mid-calf swivel is because they molded the feet in red plastic and the upper legs in blue plastic. (laughs) (sighs) All right. As you may know, I have a daughter who's seven years old, and she's, she's at the age of Barbie, okay? She likes Barbie. You're not really into Bratz dolls and stuff like that, but what I've learned 
by taking her to the store and offering to buy her a Barbie doll is that they've segmented themselves. So they have the, okay, I'll spend five bucks and get you a Barbie doll all the way up to the, uh, here's 40, $50 for a Barbie doll and a really nice gown. And even my seven-year-old daughter always looks at those cheap Barbie dolls, even though they're still Barbie and they're still Mattel and will not get them. And she's not spoiled brat or anything. She just looks at them and she's like, uh, I don't like that one. I think what you're telling me, Justin, is that your seven-year-old daughter has better spending judgment than I do. Is that the moral <laughs> of the story? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe the moral of the story is, is it seems like Hasbro is looking at other toy lines on how to keep something out there and not necessarily worrying too much about collectors. Now, wait a second. Now, let's think about this, though. You say that, and I know you said Barbie as an example, but I think the Disney princesses are a really good example of that. Of them not being for collectors or just for keeping them out there? Keeping it out there because any store you go to, there is freaking Disney princesses crap everywhere, ranging from like a dollar to way more expensive. And I feel like that's what this is. You know, this this feels like an attempt to keep Spider-Man relevant without there being a movie in the theater right this moment. Well, I'll say I didn't expect great shakes from a $12, 12-inch figure. But hey, a dollar an inch, who's going to say no, right? But the other part of it is I just figured it might be fun. I've been kind of picking up some of those old Toy Biz 10-inch figures, and those things are no great shakes, but they're fun. There's some soft goods, there's some posability. I just wondered if this might be a throwback to that. Unfortunately, not only isn't it that, they didn't even bother to paint his back. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. That's unconscionable. <laughs> that Spider-Man, he's known for having the giant spider on the back as well as the black one on the front. That they just let the back be plain plastic red. And why is it? Well, because kids can't see the back until they've already bought the damn thing. Yeah, it's too late then. Oh, I hate to say it, but I feel like somebody at Hasbro looked around and said, you know what? People are making money in other countries off of our intellectual property by making these bootlegs. Why don't we just cut out the middleman and we'll make the bootlegs? <laughs> <laughs> All I keep thinking of, a line that just flashes through my mind again and again, is when we found out David Vonner was let go from Hasbro. And what Hasbro said is, we want to take the line in new directions. This is the direction? <laughs> so, unfortunately, I am actively buying less junk, but unintentionally, some junk is still finding its way in the door. <laughs> it's just a matter of numbers, though. You know, because we're not entirely sure what the overall saturation of Marvel product will be. You know, we look at Spider-Man, we look at Avengers, we look at Iron Man 3, we look at it in independent little silos as they come out but they look at it as the brand of marvel and there's going to be some junk that trickles out but i feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff just put out there that we as a podcast and as collectors are going to need to learn how to ignore <laughs> because like marjorie said this could become the disney princesses if we had a podcast just covering disney princesses we would have something new to talk about every week i'm sure yes we would it wouldn't be quality stuff but we'd have something to talk about and that's why I'm proud of Marvelicious Toys, if I can be so bold. Because on our very first show, we said, we're not going to talk about everything Marvel. That would be crazy. We're just going to talk about the cool stuff. Or the times I think I found something cool and ended up stepping into a big pile of dung. This is not <laughs> the cool time. 
<laughs> but at the same time, you didn't go into that purchase thinking, ooh, this might be way better than what I think it is. I kind of did on the 12-inch figure, yeah. <laughs> but it also hurts. There's just not a whole lot out there. We did get some reports that some of the harder-to-find team packs are starting to show up. So if you're really itching to buy something and want to do some toy runs, the variant Fantastic Four set with the Invisible Woman or the Heroic Age Heroes with Red Hulk are now hitting store shelves. Yep. And that Heroic Age Hulk pack has been on Hasbro Toy Shop for a long time, and I don't know if people just don't need it or they haven't looked there, but I see people buying the single version single-carded Red Hulk with the old sculpt and everything. I see it going on eBay. I see people selling it on Amazon for upwards of 20 to $30 for that single-carded figure when this one is available at Hasbro Toy Shop for less than that, and it's a much better figure. So I'm a little confused if people don't know that this pack is out there or just gave up on it, but I, I don't understand why somebody would go back and get that inferiorly sculpted Red Hulk at a super premium when this one is available. Yeah, I think this one is by far better. I, more than most, do know the need of completionism of, oh, but I don't have that Red Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, but that Red Hulk, you know, it was hard to find for a while, but it's shipped and it's shipped again and it's shipped again. It's not like it was regular vision and only shipped once and that was it. There's also some discounts going on at Target's. If yours still has any of the Avengers toys, and ours doesn't, the eight packs of figures are marked down to $35 or the Quinjet to $24. I've seen those somewhat hit and miss from Target to Target. Some Targets are being really slow about clearancing stuff. Others, it seems like they clearance something down to the first mark of 30% off, and I'm waiting for the next week when they make the slashes. I go back, and everything's gone. So I must have missed some major markdown or something. But I think the one thing that I almost pulled the trigger on, but I I stopped because I just really didn't need it, was the Superhero Adventures, I think. They have a helicarrier playset. It's a little squat little thing that I think it opens up. But I saw it down to like 11 bucks, and I almost picked it up. I might have had a hard time passing on an $11 helicarrier that would go with Superhero Squad figures. I wouldn't get the Superhero Adventure figures, but... The Superhero Squad could use a helicarrier to hang on. Yeah, and you guys are way more into the Superhero Squad figures than I was, so... That's all me, I'll be honest. (laughs) I love them. Do you have that helicarrier yet? Because if not, that would be a great way to display them. I might have to go back and pick that up. Is that at Target, you say? Yep. We don't usually go down the aisle that has the younger kids' toys like those in it, so we didn't see it. Neither do I. The, The particular Target I saw these at had them on an end cap. Because they must have had too many of them, because the whole end cap was filled with them. (laughs) But I haven't seen Target doing much of clearance on the things that they need to. The current Spider-Man line is still full price there and not moving. And they haven't put anything new out in Marvel Universe or Marvel Legends, except for the newer comic packs here and there. It's about all I'm seeing at Target. And I'm not seeing much new anywhere, even when I do go out. But there's just not been reports of new stuff hitting. But I do know that some stuff is showing up online and starting to ship, and so that means it'll be in store soon. Let's get to... Sales to Astonish! For example, Marvel Legends Wave 4, the Hitmonkey Wave, is in stock and shipping from a whole bunch of e-tailers. Oh yeah. After you talked me into ordering it because I got a little antsy... 
And after our last show where you said you pre-ordered it, I said, all right, all right. I think Arnie wins this time. I'm going to pay just a little bit of a premium and not have to worry about finding those. So I pulled the trigger and I got them in my hot little hands. The funny thing is you ordered from the same place I did. I still don't have the figures. I got skipped. Oops. I don't know how in the 21st century an order gets missed, but... Maybe they have an abacus and that's how they're keeping track. They have a ledger and they skipped a row? Yeah. I I don't know, but I did end up getting a case of them from Entertainment Earth. It's slightly more, but I did get two extra figures that I can then take to the forums to trade or sell. So those are shipping from stores now online. That means that I think as soon as these stores finish their inventory, because that hurts a lot of stores around this time of year, is they do all their inventory, they don't put out new stock, they may even have it in the back room, but they won't put it out until they've counted everything. I think, though, right around the time of Toy Fair, the hit monkey wave will be hitting stores. Yeah. Like you said, it's not for lack of shelf space. I think the shelves are primed and ready for new product. Now, you mentioned you got some extra figures. What what are the extra figures in the case? Which ones are double-packed? The Captain America with the pouches and the X-Force Wolverine. And of all the figures to double up on, X-Force Wolverine, who's already kind of doubled up because it was last year's San Diego Comic-Con one, that's the one that hurts. <laughs> it is different from the one in the San Diego Comic-Con pack, but we'll we'll get into that when we when we review this wave. And we'll talk about them in depth next week. Also showing up online are pre-orders for the next wave of team packs. We talked about these a little bit before. This is the Inhumans wave, as well as the West Coast Avengers, and a set that just continues to make me think the 80s are coming back again with that Rogue and Longshot and Wolverine in an uncanny X-Men pack with the old school logo on it. Yep, and that's where we get X-Baby Cyclops, too. He comes in that pack. Now, looking at these packs, I have varying degrees of excitement over each of them, <laughs> you know, because they're, as always, they're going to be a mix of reissues and repacks of some figures and enough new figures to, to get you going on them. But each one of them, I think, has just enough new in it to make me pretty excited about it. But overall, I think the West Coast Avengers one is the most disappointing from what it could have been, is it's packed with two figures that we already have. And I think that one hurts just a little bit. I think we've talked. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but this would have been a good chance. And you were right. You said that they'd probably pull one from the old, you know, Iron Man 2 comic series for War Machine. But it would have been nice to get a different War Machine here, especially with Hawkeye being, from what I can tell, a mix of the two previous Hawkeyes. It's a mix of Dark Hawkeye and regular Hawkeye, making it a third Hawkeye that looks very similar. I like this pack. I'm not going to lie. I know that it's a repainted War Machine from the Iron Man 2 line, but I don't care because he looks much more like he did in the comics. In the late 80s, early 90s, this was my War Machine with the white and the dark gray. I like this paint job. It's a repaint, but it's a decent repaint. The Hawkeye is the whiff of the box, but Mockingbird and this War Machine, thumbs up. Agreed. Mockingbird is a little disappointing because it uses the old original female buck and not the new one with the extra articulation, but it's a cool new head. What are you going to do? And I, I agree. The the War Machine is a superior paint job to the previous release, but it goes back to he has the tights on. You know, his legs are nothing but muscles and tights. That always bothers me when it comes to the armored Avengers. Yeah, but I mean, that's how it looked in the comic. You know, it's it, exactly 
But I'm pretty excited about the Inhumans pack because we're getting three brand new characters that we haven't had in the scale before. So that one might be, to me, the most worthwhile at the price because we're getting Black Bolt, who we have uh, Marvel Legends of. He came in that final Walmart-only Marvel Legends wave. And then we get Medusa, who looks like there's just as much hair sculpted on there as there's plastic in the rest of her body. I want to see how they pull that hair off. I really need to see that. <laughs> Hopefully it helps her stand. Otherwise, it's just going to be a bitch to stand her up. <laughs> Make her a tripod, two legs and a hair. <laughs> but she looks to have parts of the new female articulation. It looks like she has the cut swivel hips, at least possibly the new torso. And Marvel's Karnak. And it has to be Marvel's Karnak so you don't get it confused with Carson's Karnak. Yeah, that's very confusing. <laughs> And he looks like a pretty good iteration of that character. Got the big melon head and the extra articulation. And then finally, the Uncanny X-Men, like you spoke of, has a repacked Wolverine, which it's hard to tell which one. We've had this Wolverine, I think, a couple hundred times now <laughs> between the Wolverine Origins line and Marvel Universe put together. And then we get Longshot, who looks pretty good. And you finally get your kick-ass rogue with her leather jacket going on i'm excited for that rogue i'm not gonna lie it's a very good figure it is it's a, the all new articulation looks like some custom sculpted boots up near her thighs and that jacket's gonna be unique to her for now that's that's my second favorite pack so hopefully these will be showing up in stores pretty soon all i'm seeing around any stores right now with these packs are guardians of the galaxies five and six deep yet <laughs> Coming to a theater near you, starring Adam Sandler? <laughs> Not if Jim Carrey has anything to say about it. <laughs> well, I'm holding off on buying these packs for now, just because I think they will be in stores, save a good amount of money. They're pretty expensive right now at the places taking the orders. But I did place an order online. Our photo editor, Jeff, posted a picture to Facebook, and it sent me into a frenzy. I didn't realize Lego had released exclusive to the U.K., little polybagged Lego sets. There was two. One is Hawkeye, who was given away with a newspaper, and then there's a mini Quinjet that they also gave away. But those are pretty readily available on eBay, and if you watch your auctions, you can get them at a pretty decent price. So I went ahead and picked both of those up, and as soon as the boat arrives, maybe they'll be here. Now, has it been stated that they're going to stay UK exclusive? Because those feel like the type of things that are going to show up in Target around Easter time in that little special gift section that they always have. That's very likely. The third UK quote-unquote exclusive one they had was that Thor set. And that Thor set was previously a Toys R Us freebie. If you bought 20 bucks worth of Legos, you'd get the Thor set with the Cosmic Cube. And so that... A lot of times what I was finding is all three because they were all three released again in the UK. So I'm sure they'll probably make it to the States. But if it's but if it's you have to spend twenty dollars on Legos, Legos I already have or don't want versus spending eight dollars to get it shipped from the UK. I'll spend the eight bucks. Yeah, exactly. I guess the point I'm trying to make is it might not be time to panic just yet if you're a Lego collector. These these things don't feel like they're super exclusive. It might just be that's where they're exclusive to now. But the online news really hasn't been about pre-orders. It's been about stuff that's not yet available for pre-order. It's all the Toy Fair UK, and we're going to get to it in. This just in. News from the web! 
there have been a lot of toy and collectible reveals going on in the past week from all kinds of companies. We're going to try to run through them. But remember a few weeks ago, Justin, we were talking about the Iron Man 3 figures, and we did our in-depth review of three of the assembler figures here on the show just a couple episodes ago. Yep. Listeners can go back and listen to that. And the question was raised, is this all there is? Is there nothing more? And I have been pretty definitively saying my gut tells me this is it. Well, it turns out <laughs> I'm wrong. In a sense, you were wrong. I felt like I was holding out hope based on a listing that I had seen a while back talking about additional three and three quarter inch action figures. Well, there are. <laughs> <laughs> Hasbro has, and this is up for pre-order on a number of sites, a lot of Iron Man 3 stuff. And it's shipping in February. I'm surprised that they're hitting that early for a movie coming out in May. Three months is pretty excessive, it seems. Usually one to two is how far they lead. But starting in just a few weeks, in your stores, you're going to see tons of Hasbro Iron Man 3 merchandise. Of course, the core line is this movie assembler's wave that we reviewed. We now have an MSRP. These figures are going to be 10 bucks a figure. Oh, I'm sorry. For something that's not as good as I'd like it to be? Ouch. <laughs> yeah, that seems a little on the pricey side by a buck. They do come with a lot of accessories, including those switch-out arms and things. As we I mentioned when I reviewed them, buying from this guy in China, I got none of those. But what Hasbro says is there will be a total of 16 total figures. And you can create more than 25 armor combinations between the 16 available figures to create hundreds of suits of armor. So they're Transformers now. Not even that. They're like <laughs> Granimals, where you can take these <laughs> sleeves and put them with that jacket. <laughs> yeah, they're like mix and match. You can have an Iron Man with a different torso and legs from different guys and have nothing match whatsoever. Still not sure why, but you can. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing that you said, Justin, when we reviewed the figures, that I still don't have the answer to is, why would you want to? <laughs> you can. Here's the greatest thing about it, though. The best part to me is one of the figures is entitled Black Champagne. Isn't that a stripper? Um, that sounds like somebody from a 70s exploitation film. <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, if that's too expensive or whatever, they also are going to have a line of Iron Man figures in line with the Spider-Man figures I reviewed earlier called the Iron Man 3 Movie All-Stars. Like they're in an episode of Scooby-Doo or something? Like the Scooby-Doo All-Stars? I thought more of the Battle of the Network Stars kind of thing. There you go. That's kind of what I envision. If you've got the Iron Man movie people out there, you know, doing the silly with the tug of war and then <laughs> long jump and wearing the shorty shorts. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, what we're looking at here is a direct statement to us collectors, which is, look, you already have enough Iron Man figures with articulation. Let the kids have some. Because these are super-duper limited articulation and super-duper limited paint apps. You want to talk about Happy Meal toys, these, to me, look a lot like Happy Meal toys. Not based on the sculpts. The sculpts look decent. It's the lack of paint apps. Hey, uh, Justin, 
I'm getting a phone call. It's a Mr. Ronald McDonald, and he wants you to stop maligning his toys. <laughs> You're right. They've really upped their game over there at McDonald's. <laughs> Compared to this. Maybe Hardee's or Carl's Jr. <laughs> yeah, I w- this is where I was holding out hope that we might be getting, you know, a small, fully articulated line of movie figures aimed at us collectors. But but I was wrong and <laughs> left a little disappointed. This, to me says a few things it says hey this is what's going to happen to three and three quarter action figures from now on so if you don't like it take a look over here we have some slightly bigger ones you talking about the marvel legends i yes i am okay because i wanted to make sure you weren't talking about like the 12 inch iron man 3 that matches the spider-man i reviewed earlier this show (laughs) i just saw that too (laughs) are you ordering it no No, but there is the hope for Hasbro. Help me, Marvel Legends. You're the only hope. Wrong show. (laughs) They are doing Iron Man 3 Legends. And in, I guess, a plus side, the case assortment isn't bend over bad. Because it's similar to what we've seen with the Walmart exclusive ones, where the wave is three figures and you're going to get two of each per case. The bad news is, it's a build-a-figure of an Ironmonger. It's going to be a huge Ironmonger, from what I can tell. I mean, the torso alone is going to be about four and a half inches. I bet he's going to be as big as the Marvel Legends Hulkbuster Iron Man. Yeah, I think at least that big. I'm thinking possibly even a little larger based on the photos I'm seeing. Because the Hulkbuster Iron Man's big, but is he 11 inches? Mm, No, not quite that tall. I'd say he's, you know, eight or nine. Yeah, I think that's around where this is going to be. The legs look to be about three and a half inches, and they go into the body, which is four inches. Then you've got the head on top of it. Wave one, you get two legs and a torso. You have no arms and head. (laughs) Have to wait for wave two. So what we're looking at with these Legends Build-A-Figures is pretty cool. Of course, a couple of them are going to be repaints and, and rehashes of Iron Man figures we've gotten before. But if you're pulling parts off of an older Iron Man to give me an Iron Patriot, I'll happily give you $15 for it. <laughs> and the horned Iron Man, it looks like he's coming with two heads. Looks like it's the same Iron Man we got in that two-pack from Toys R Us a few years back that had a variant in the stealth armor as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not overly excited about that one because that's not my favorite costume. But I am pretty excited about what looks to be the three and three quarter inch version of the modular or bleeding edge armor Iron Man just blown up to be six inches. I mean, it looks exactly like the same sculpt that we've been seeing on that figure for quite a while. But now in a full glorious six inches. I'll say this, though. The only thing disappointing to me about this is that these are all comic based series. These are called the Iron Man 3 Marvel Legends. But where's my Mark 42? Where's my War Machine Patriot? I'm happy to be getting an Iron Patriot, but this is quite clearly Norman Osborn Iron Patriot, not Rhodey. And like you say, this is just a repaint of the other one. The figure that's really exciting me here is Ironmonger. The figures themselves, good. But it's not filling that Iron Man 3 niche that I want filled. It's not giving me anything Iron Man 3 in this first wave. I'm hopeful maybe when we go to Toy Fair, we'll see wave 2 is our Mark 42 and our War Machine. And maybe even a Mandarin. That's what I was hoping to. And yeah, I mean, I think what I'm getting at with, you know, saying that two of them are repaints and kit bashes and one is a totally new sculpt is that there is hope that they are sculpting 
new for this line. And maybe the reason it's the second wave is they need a little more time in production on them. And these are the ones they could get out in time. But yeah, I remember after seeing this, that they did tease this at Comic-Con last year. There was a slide that showed just the torso of this Ironmonger in front of, I can't remember which Iron Man they had sitting there. It might have even been the one that just came out in that regular Marvel Legends wave. But we've seen this, and with all the glut of information that was in that presentation before, I kind of put it in the back of my head and forgot about it. But I'm super excited to be getting this version of comic Ironmonger. Agreed completely. But what you said earlier about this is what action figures are, and if you want the articulation and you want the sculpts, here's something a little bigger. I think that for collectors, the way Hasbro has been taking action figures, it may be time to look a lot bigger. Because... While I'm not getting any of the Iron Man 3 movie fix I want out of Hasbro, a lot of companies have come forward and gone, you want Iron Man 3? I got Iron Man 3. It's almost like the back of a white van in a Kmart parking lot. (laughs) Hot Toys. Last year, I kind of went into Hot Toys. Kind of. Well, they had started saying that they were going to do quarter-scale collectibles. And I remember we talked about it on the show. Oh, my God. Bigger Hot Toys. How much will that cost? Turns out we all kind of just assumed they meant full figures. When, in fact, now up for pre-order at Sideshow are the first two quarter-scale Hot Toys collectibles. But they're not full bodies. They're just busts. Aha. Uh-huh. Interesting. They already have out from Iron Man 3 War Machine and the Iron Man Mark 42. And these things being quarter scale, bust, they're about nine inches tall. They have light up LEDs. War Machine has a rotating gun. Now, I'm not, I'm not a huge bust guy, as I've said in the past, but these kind of catch my eye a little bit because I think we've talked about in the past how when it's an armor, it feels like something you could hang up and it doesn't feel like it might necessarily be a person cut in half. But these look cool. I mean, it's Hot Toys quality sculpt, Hot Toys quality paint. I'm kind of digging these. Really? I'm surprised. For me, I'm really happy with the price because $95 for a 9-inch bust. I mean, we've always said half a Hot Toy at half a price. Well, this is half the price of a Hot Toy, but three-quarters the size. So (laughs) bang for dollar is there. That said, for me, I'm... Looking at them, and I'm still kind of where you are with the minibus, and I'm like, if it's a character they're not going to make any other way, then maybe I'll get a minibus if it's one of my favorite characters. Squirrel Pool. I don't expect a super articulated Hot Toys Squirrel Pool. Ever? Ever. So I'll get the Gentle Giant bus. You're right. I might be suffering from new product syndrome just on a higher dollar scale here, because... The minute I see the full-on Hot Toys version of the Mark 42 and the new War Machine, I'm going to forget all about these. That's kind of my <laughs> feeling, too, is they fall into this middleware being nine inches, where it's like, okay, you're bigger than Gentle Giant, but you're smaller than Sideshow's legendary scale. And what I think is I'd rather, instead of getting two of these Hot Toys ones, just take that money and go buy the Sideshow Legendary Scale Iron Man, because we have some of those Legendary Scales. They're very cool. They're very big. They have weight. They have presence. That I still think that these at 9 inches will be lacking. Yeah, and I'm not a huge fan of the logo being right on the front of the base like that. That part kind of makes it look cheesy, and I don't like that it's on a steak. And let's keep in mind, Hot Toys did 
helmets before, and Sideshow was trying to give those away by the end. And they were very similar with the Iron Man logo on the front. Yeah. Well, I'm going to hold off personally and see if it is just new product syndrome that's catching me here. Well, if all you're waiting for is Hot Toys, it's coming, Justin. It is coming. They released this little quote-unquote confidential photo. They just embossed it confidential, then posted it to Facebook. (laughs) I'm going to do that with all my photos from now on. (laughs) The confidential photo showed their workspace, and they've got a lot coming. They're coming out with more Cosbabies. They've got mini Cosbabies, which have the Cosbaby sculpt in a smaller size. I already see a Mark 42 in there. I see an Ed 209, but this is not Robocoplicious news. <laughs> but the thing that really gets me, and it already has gotten me, is an Iron Man 3 suit-up station similar to Mech Test Tony Stark or similar to the Gantry. Here, you're getting a Tony Stark standing on a platform. You get dummy off to the side. You get completely disassembled suit of armor, which you can use to recreate a scene from the film that we saw at Comic-Con, and it is an awesome scene. Yeah. This looks like it might have made Jason's custom work on that casual Tony all for naught. Possibly. It depends on how much this is going to cost. It comes with a giant base, and I have a feeling this is going to be gantry-priced. Is that like the new measure, like, you know, tumors are like fruits, you know, is the unit of measure for a tumor in your body? (laughs) Is the new unit of measure for a high-end toy in the Marvel Universe a gantry? Yes. It's two gantries. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, what can you do? (laughs) Ironmonger is two gantries tall, yes. Thank God it's no longer my purses. (laughs) I imagine this to be a purse and a half. (laughs) Just be thankful that it's not compared to the Bat Pod or the Bat Rumbler for price. True. But something is, Justin, for if you see their second image that Hot Toys released, and those bastards, <laughs> they recreated a scene. I thought it was a photo from the movie of Tony Stark standing in front of the Hall of Armor. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's a Hot Toys diorama. <laughs> oh, man. They made me buy seven Halls of Armor. All in one big set? One big set of seven, because when I saw this diorama that they set up, I had a Wayne's World moment. It will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine. And then you bought them all. Because <laughs> that's how he rolls. So if you're itching for an Iron Man 3, you pick up those seven halls for the armor, you put the Iron Man in each one, and then you put this Tony facing them all, you're going to have something pretty impressive. Or I should at least say, I hope, or otherwise, I've just wasted a lot of money. yeah i was about to say i need to do some quick math here and see how much money i'm going to save by not buying any hasbro three and three quarter inch figures and if i can put that into a hot toy purchase it'll help out a little bit look at it this way the avengers figures they came out with 20 at 10 dollars a piece that's a hot toy exactly how many gantries about half a gantry it's half a gantry (laughs) and of course hot toys will be coming out it's not a question of If it's a question of when the Mark 42 sideshow is already showing the Mark 42 armor with the hot toys logo. They can't just be talking about that bust iron Patriot. We're going to be getting a lot more hot toys coming, but there's going to be even more Iron Man three stuff. Are you familiar with S H figure arts? I am not (laughs) figure arts. 
Fig arts. I don't think it's fig arts. <laughs> it's probably figure arts. <laughs> fig arts. Fig arts. How many gantries does a fig yard? <laughs> Sounds like a unit of measure. <laughs> no, what what do we know about these fig arts? They are from Bandai, makers of like those high end Godzilla collectibles and some of those others. Mm-hmm. These are highly articulated, highly accessorized figures that are just a little bit smaller than a Marvel Legend. I think it's kind of along the lines of that Revoltech Iron Man you did. Yeah, except for I think Bandai is known for using, on their higher-end stuff, some metal parts, if I'm not mistaken. There was a high-end Power Ranger that showed up at Toys R Us for like 50 bucks. And I'm wondering if this is kind of the same idea that that one was. Judging from the photos, I don't think there's going to be much, if any, metal. They do look very plasticky, but they do look hot toys good in paint. Yeah, the Revoltek one looked pretty good in pictures, too. But when you got it in hand, it was pretty easy to fall apart. But yeah, these look pretty cool. Now, how much was the Revoltek one? Oh... Once I got it over here and all that stuff, I want to say it was right around 30 or 40 bucks. Okay, these are a bit more expensive. They're estimated to be in the 50 to 60 range, which is <laughs> a lot of money for a six-inch figure. But it's a quarter of a hot toy and half the size. So the bang for buck is there. A lot of accessories. The flame effects on them don't really do it for me, but the paint job and the articulation really does. And, of course, we're looking at previous versions of the armor here. It looks like it's the Mark Six. Iron Man and the original War Machine. So neither of these are the new, at least from what we've seen, new movie armors. Not yet. But wait, there's more. <laughs> have you heard of a company called Play Imaginative? I had not. I have not either. They're a Japanese company that make what are called super alloy high-end figures. And what that means is they're between 45 and 90% die cast. They have a Batman out there. It has 60 points of articulation. Yikes. It, I don't think the Batman looks very good because Batman shouldn't be die cast. Die cast has a look to it. And I just don't know why Batman is wearing armor muscles, but I think it could really work for Iron Man. They're doing one half and one quarter scale figures. So we're talking two foot figures pretty much. Whoa. Made out of metal? Made out of die cast metal. How much are these going to cost? How much is shipping on these going to cost from Japan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the Batman is distributed in the States through some sellers. The Batman is one six scale, so 12 inches, and runs about $300. So if you're looking at a quarter scale to a half scale, I'd say 500 to to 1000 per figure. Wow, and they're calling them figures, so that means they're articulated and all that stuff. This could be interesting. What gets me is they're already planning to do 12 figures this year. That's a lot in a high-end line this size. They're going to do six one-quarter scale figures. And just for people who aren't getting it, Sideshow's premium format statues, those really tall ones, are one-quarter scale. That's the smaller of these play imaginative figures. Well, if you recall, those ones that were the half scale that Sideshow put out were freaking freaky. Right, but those weren't very poseable. Those were statues. I understand, but they were weird. It was like having a little Wolverine. And Sideshow was charging around two grand for one of those, and those aren't die cast. No. Now here you're going to be getting Iron Man in that scale made of die cast. Is 5000 too high to guess? Maybe not. I mean, 
just in materials alone, it should be probably right around there. But that they're doing six of them this year, six half scale figures and six quarter scale figures just in 2013. Are you sure you read that right? Is that the order size? <laughs> they're making six total. I, I have read two different press releases because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, these will be interesting to see. I definitely want to mess around with one of these in person just to see what they're all about. But no way I could blind pre-order something like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's four feet tall and weighs 3,000 pounds. <laughs> so that has all just come out this past week, and it is almost all Iron Man movie merchandise. It's And plus, we expect Revoltech will still come out with more. Hasbro will have more. Sideshow has announced they will be doing statues and legendary scale busts, but they haven't been definitive as to what. So, a lot more coming. Plus, the one bit of just generic Marvel collecting news that we got, a company called Hollywood Collectibles is also doing one-third and one-quarter scale statues. Who has the one-eighteenth market? (laughs) The seven-eighths? Has anybody got that? Seven eight—that's a good one. It is. I mean, that's a market to be hit because it's halfway between the three quarter and the one. <laughs> the seven eight scale would be just under real size, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood collectibles are doing Marvel versus Capcom three statues. The downside being you have to buy them by the pair. So you want Doctor Doom? Well, you got to get Akuma. Do their bases line up or? They don't appear to. It's just sold as a pair to capitalize on the Marvel versus Capcom license. For the one-third scale, it's Wolverine versus Ryu. So those would be about two, a little bit, about two feet tall, and that's $1,000 for the pair. Or for the quarter scale, premium format size, Doctor Doom versus Akuma, that's 650 for the pair. Yeesh. Does it feel like it's getting crowded in here? Is it just me? <laughs> We're learning fractions, Justin. That's all it is. These licenses are all over the place now. And we haven't even gotten to our toy fair yet. (laughs) Everybody who's ever thought about making a toy or a statue now has the license to do Marvel. And its own scale. But I'm sure in two weeks we're going to have even more news coming out of Kotobukiya and Gentle Giant and Sideshow, even though they don't partake in the Toy Fair extravaganza, they just sit at home and post new stuff to the web all the time to capitalize on all the coverage being hit. So it's just begun, Justin. It's just begun. <laughs> it's only just begun. You might want to hold on to your money before going out and busting it. Yeah, exactly. We know Hot Toys will do the basic armors from the movie. And that means two versions of War Machine at the very least. It could get Avengers expensive in here. That's our show for this week. Remember, you can still win your Hula Hulk figure, as Marjorie calls it. I'm glad that stuck. (laughs) Because of our illness and not having a show, we want to give you guys plenty of time to enter so you can enter all the way through Toy Fair. So... Keep coming to our forums. Tell us what you would feed Hulk at a luau in order to be entered a chance to win this figure from Marvelicious Toys and Diamond Select. And we'll be back next week with an in-depth review of the Marvel Legends Hitmonkey Wave. Justin, I pray you did better with your figures than I did with mine this week. (laughs) What, in getting them? 
<laughs> no, in just having more than four points of articulation. Ah, that I can guarantee. That I can guarantee. So, all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. But now in a full, glorious six inches. That's what she said. <laughs> By the way, uh, you're talking about learning fractions. I had to learn metric conversion. Will you both go to Google? Now, the SH Figure Arts figures are 14 centimeters tall. So type in 14 cm in inches and tell me what the first hit is. Oh! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling this at work. <laughs> the first two, three, they're all. Four. Just do the conversion, Google. <laughs> I did, I'm searching the size of an Iron Man. Uh, right. Is that what you call them? I thought we weren't going to tell anybody that. Wow. Somebody has misused AdWords, I believe, because... <laughs> The top one's Wiki. Wiki doesn't pay for ads. You're right. And do you see the other options, like the similar searches underneath the Wiki one? Look at the four there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Google. So instead of a uh, baby's arm, now the uh, measurement is going to be a figure arts Iron Man? <laughs> it's a good size. It's a good size. <laughs> That's what they say when they mean it's too small. <laughs> I want to know why is sex fun? <laughs> if you have to ask, you're doing it wrong. Oh, it's a book. Oh. It's not an answer. It's a book. <laughs>